0: This is Rich Easton from Tales. In response to the school shootings in Uvalde, Texas this week, I've chosen to postpone this week's episode with Josh Salzman and spend a few minutes in my weekly segment called What Bothers Me This Week. I enjoy the rights and freedoms afforded to me by the Constitution and the Bill of Rights like the freedom of press, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and the right to petition the government. We fought for our independence almost 250 years ago to escape the tyranny of being colonized by England. The Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, was written as a safeguard against the federal government Taking arms against the people. It was a safeguard against a professional federal army to overpower the people of any given state. It allowed for a militia to form to protect the citizens of any state against a federalist army. Now, in recent times, when the National Guard has been called into action, I don't recall a need for a state-organized militia to defend the rights of citizens from that state against the National Guard. Now, there, there was this insurrection in January 2021, but that wasn't to defend itself against a federal army. That was to implement a coup d'etat, which is not protected under the Constitution. But bearing arms to protect yourself is... Most every elected officer like CEOs for any of the top weapon and ammunition companies better be certain that they lawyer up and send an army of lobbyists to support the assumed rights offered to our citizens by the Second Amendment. It's good business, and it's so big and impactful that it can influence the election of congresspeople, governors, and senators. Make no mistake about it. Our elected officials are so influenced by heavily funded interest groups that they should be wearing their patches on their suits like, like NASCAR drivers. So just as an example, the NRA should pay for premium placement, like over the left breast pocket. Then we could quickly determine who our elected officials are obligated to. So why am I ranting about something that's so obvious and unchanged in recent times? There have been over 200 mass shootings and 27 school shootings this year, and we're not even at the calendar's halfway mark yet. In most of all of those cases, assault weapons and ammunition for assault rifles were the weapons of choice. And every time a shooting occurs, the sound bites in the media always seem to be the same. They're like, this is not the time... To talk about politics. Guns are not the problem, people are. We have an unresolved mental illness issue in this country. The advances in technology have afforded cowardly, cowardly bullies to hide behind their devices while shaming people into horrible acts of violence to themselves or others on social media. Now, maybe. All of these are true, and the fact that bullied or mentally incompetent individuals have rights afforded to them by the Constitution that give them the freedom to acquire weapons of mass destruction at the age of 18 so they can exact their revenge. And it's almost ironic that we leverage our governments to mitigate or ban any and all nuclear weapons of mass destruction for other countries, To protect our citizens against a madman from pushing the red button and sending nuclear missiles to our shores. Why can't we do the same within our borders? We have elaborate training and licensing systems in place to make sure we're competent to operate a motor vehicle. We have speed limits and seatbelt laws to protect ourselves, to protect our citizens. I mean, it took me forever to change my driver's license, car license plates, and registration every time I moved across state lines. This was also double-checked and underwritten by insurance companies before I could even complete the act. Yeah, and by the way, the insurance companies evaluate risk and charge premium prices to individuals that they believe are a greater risk to them. And as appropriate age is concerned, I couldn't rent a car until I was 20 years old. My kids couldn't legally drink until they were 21. Yet, an 18-year-old disturbed boy can buy guns and ammunition on his 18th birthday, shoot his grandmother in the face, signal his intentions on social media, and then kill 21 people, of which 18 were elementary school kids, and then injure 17 more end. There's nothing in Congress or the Senate that prevents this from happening tomorrow. As far as I'm concerned, the only reason someone needs an assault rifle, particularly one with the capability to shoot multiple rounds without having to reload after each round is shot, is to inflict carnage. And as of today, in all 50 states, there's no background checks or licensing pro- process to mitigate further destruction or prevent the horrors that happened in Sandy Hook or Uvalde. And if your senator, congressperson, or governor states that, hey, this is not the time for politics, and then sends their hopes and prayers without a plan to stop this loophole in the constitution, you can be assured that their supporters and their families have all been at arm's length of the horrors of mass shootings, Otherwise, they'd be hard at work trying to change the laws. Now, reason would suggest that as a political leader, you don't have to be a victim of a crime to be an advocate for protection of your constituency. I mean, if our country were to have suffered tragic deaths as a result of an attack from outside the United States on our citizens, and our president just said, it's not the time to talk politics, we'd be outraged. So I say, just stop bullshitting us with pretzel logic and spend our hard-earned tax dollars to protect us. Eliminate assault weapons and ammo magazines that can fire multiple rounds in a short period of time. Have a background check that requires a reasonable waiting period before any weapon can be sold, traded, gifted, or purchased secondhand. Have a licensing process That requires testing and accountability similar to our automobile industry and raise the minimum age to 21 years old. Now, this won't eliminate crazy people from doing crazy things, but it's a move in the right direction and is more like what other admired governments have enacted to protect their citizens. Let's set a better example to the developed nations of the world and amend our constitution to better serve citizens in this millennium. That's what bothers me this week and it should bother you as well.